Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome back to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. I am your host, author, pastor, Denise Walker of Hope in Christ Ministries. I am newly ordained um, as a pastor of Hope in Christ Ministries, um, where we are made healthy, we're overcomers, we're purpose, and we maintain an eternal perspective in Christ Jesus. Let us begin with a word of prayer, and then we'll begin today's show. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you for your word. We thank you for ministering to us so that we might minister to others. Father, we pray for those that are listening, that they will hear your word, oh God, that they will be transformed, their lives, their hearts, their minds will be changed so that they too can go out and tell others about what you've done in their lives. Father, we pray, Lord God, that we would obey you above anyone else, above man and above um, beast, God. Father, we bless your name and we give you glory and we give you honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, thank you for joining and listening in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers broadcast. You can also listen in um, to this broadcast on Spotify as well as Spreaker and other platforms um, that reaches all around the world. So today we have another devotional that is kind of an extension from last week where we talked about what the Bible says about preaching, preaching, preaching to proclaim, declare. But I wanted to extend it to um, my title that came to mind not long after my ordination because of um, res- the response of others or the questions that came across. Um, my title for it is, what is this really about? What is what is it all really about? What is it really about? Why are we doing what we do? If not for Christ. Why are we doing what we do? So we're going to begin with Matthew 24, just as a foundational scripture that helps us to put us in a a certain setting that reminds us of the times we now live in. And then we'll begin to talk about why or what's the purpose or what is this really about? So I'm going to start in uh, Matthew 24, verses 3, and I'll go down to verse 14 in the New King James Version of the Bible. Um, Again, Matthew 24 is when Jesus was talking about the signs of the end time, the end of the age. And um, just so that it kind of gives us a kind of setting of pretty much where we are. So in verse 3, Christ begins speaking. Or his the setting is set and then he begins speaking. Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us, when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. 
For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many, and because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations. And then the end will come. That was Matthew 24 verses 4 through 14. Again, my title for today is what is this really about? So as you notice the setting that Jesus, um, he was um, speaking about, about what was to come, sounds much like where we are today. Where it says nations will rise against nations, kingdom against kingdom, and famines and pestilence and earthquakes. We haven't quite gotten so far, but we we are, we are seeing. Um, and um, it being the beginning of sorrows and um, many being offended and uh, many betraying others and hate hate coming and rising up and um, false prophets rising up and deceiving people and lawlessness abounding and the love growing cold. The love growing cold. But yet in that setting, in that time that Jesus was speaking of that was to come, He said the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world, not just the church building, not just our neighborhood, not just our schools, not just in in, in our families, but in all the world as a witness to all the nations. And then will the end come. So what is this really about? My answer to this question is really about souls. Souls. I think we get distracted. We get so distracted about when um, someone has titles and different things and who's doing what. But Christ is talking about souls. He's saying go. Go to all the world. And preach. What does that mean? For my previous podcast, it means to proclaim or declare or announce. Announce what? About him. About him saving. About him being the deliverer. About him being our healer. About him being able to set anyone free from their sins. About Christ. What is this really about? It's about Jesus. It's about people coming to the understanding of who Jesus the Christ is. So then why are we focused on the wrong things? Why then are we focused on who has what particular title or 
what um so and so what ministry is doing what instead God is saying that those have, who have come into the knowledge of Christ those who have been transformed redeemed and set free by Jesus Christ go and tell other people go and declare whatever I have done go proclaim to them that there is no other God but him what is this really about what is this really about so then we go to Matthew 28 and verses 18 through 20 And it says, and Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, of all the nations, of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So Jesus in Matthew 28 is instructing the disciples. He's instructing them saying, I I have all authority in heaven and on earth. So, because I have all authority, I need you to go and make disciples of all nations. Because when we, how how do they make disciples of all nations? Because they have come into the knowledge, they've walked in relationship, and they've been transformed. So, now they can go and make disciples of all nations. They can baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. They can teach them to observe all things that he has commanded them and know that he's with them. Why? Because of the relationship. What is this really about? What is it really about? Jesus, yet again, in Matthew 28, says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations make disciples help them to know who he is and that they then go out and tell others and then the other ones tell others and so on and so forth what is this really about so from my understanding, yes, they, they were trained. They were trained by Christ. And we had Apostle Peter. We had Apostle Paul. They were trained. They, they, Apostle Peter was trained under Christ. And um, they, were, they, they walked with him. They talked with him. They, he, he, he taught them. And they had a testimony. They had been through some stuff. And they had been transformed. They had been changed. And then he was commanding them to go. So after we have been transformed, have been trained and changed, what we really have to do is go and obey what God said. Go to the nations. Go to the nations. And remember in Matthew 24, it talked about even the persecution that Christians would receive. Those of us that are coming that are coming to preach the gospel, to make disciples. And can we just 
As I said in my previous podcast, when you look at the word preach, proclaim, and announce, I can do that in the grocery store. If somebody's hurting and they've gone through something I've gone through and they and, I, and God has brought me out of it, I can proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ to them. I can help them understand that they don't have to stay that way. So it's not about a title. The truth of the matter is that we're serving Christ. Our titles have to be laid aside. Yes, the title is for the the office that Christ has given and the authority that Christ has given. But at the end of the day, those that are dying outside, those that are dying in this world all around us, they don't care nothing about our titles. They want to know, what can you tell me? What can you... Help me. What can you teach me to help me get to Christ? What can you do for me? What is this really about? And then we have another scripture in Matthew, Matthew 4, 18 through 19. And it says, And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. So Jesus was commanding that um, Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother, that they would lay it all down and follow him. These were ordinary people that he was calling to do an extraordinary thing, which is go tell them what I've done in your life. I was going, he's going to train you. He said, I will make you fishers. Of men, therefore I will train you, and then I will send you out. I will train you, and I will send you out. But notice that they were everyday people. They were everyday people. They, 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 they weren't this this uh, king or prince, or they were everyday people. That had experienced an extraordinary God. What is this really about? Then we have another scripture. Luke 10. And um, verses 1 through 2. Luke 10 verses 1 through 2. And this one also is the New King James Version of the Bible. It says, after these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Then he said to them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest to send out laborers those that will work those that will work go you go your way 
Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. That's verse 3. And then he began to tell them, give them specific instructions after being trained. Specific instructions to go. To go, to go, to go. All over the world. Everywhere that he would send them. Go. Pray for more laborers. What is this really about? This grieves my heart because I've been saved for over 20 years. And yes, I've just been recently ordained. But I did not obey God for over 10 years out of fear, out of thought about what people would think and um, am I um, ready or is it me that you're calling God or and all of those things and I still you know continue to have conversations with God and I know in my heart of hearts that over those 10 years that he was calling me calling me to help others know that you don't have to stay in that pain. You don't have to stay in that abuse. You have a redeemer that can set you free. No big sermon standing in a pulpit, none of he said go. Tell them that I love them. But because of so much protocol, so much, um, you know, competition sometimes, I resisted. And the moment of my ordination, the moment that I was done, the peace of God came upon me because I had obeyed God rather than man I had obeyed God rather than my fears so I say to you that are listening what is this really about what is this really about why are we doing what we do Jesus said go proclaim the gospel pray for more laborers do what I've called you to do go out to the highways and byways proclaiming declaring announcing calling them to me my power rest the power rests in me All authority rests in me. Go in my strength. What is this really about? I keep saying that because, again, it grieves my heart. It it, it just breaks my heart into pieces because I want to understand What is it really about? 
Why is the focus in the wrong place? I found even as an author, as a um, uh, God called me to write, scribe for him. Even as an author, we can share our testimony in the most creative way that God has given and people's lives can be changed. We can pray for them to be set free. They can come to know Christ through our writing because he gives us that gift. But what is it really about? Do Are we in it? for money are we in it to compete and who is the next best-selling author or is the soul the most important thing what is this really about my last scripture that stood out to me as i was looking and studying these um words and um this title was song 90 psalm 96 and I'm just going to read the first um, uh, verses 2 through 6. And it says, Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his wonders among all peoples. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods, for all the gods of the peoples are idols. But the Lord made the heavens honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. What is this really about? Declare his glory among the nations. His wonders among all people. We declare the glory of Christ. Among the nations, those that don't know him. Because he's the only true and living God. It says that the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods because he is the only God. When the little G God is the in verse 4. Because they're not gods. They're man-made. They can do nothing. The word says here, for all the gods of the peoples are idols. Things that they made, things that they designed that can do nothing for them. So we must declare Jesus Christ reigns. We must declare that there is no other. Honor and majesty are before him, strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. We, those that are redeemed, The word says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We, the redeemed, must proclaim and declare the glory of the Lord. The true and living God, the existing one. From Genesis 1, who said in the beginning, the word says in the beginning, God created. The creator of the universe. The universe cannot do anything in and of itself. He is the great I am. What is this really about? It is about Christ. It is about his redemption. His power, his authority. 
and his testimony in our lives. It doesn't matter the apostle, prophet, whoever I said I am or whoever God has called me to be. Some people call themselves, but those that God call, those of us that God called. The title we lay it aside as we proclaim and declare that he alone is Lord of all. Many need him. That's what this is really about. Many need him. And as the scripture we read said, the laborers are few. So what are we going to do? Are we going to keep focusing on the wrong thing? Are we going to worry about whether or not somebody getting ready to do whatever it is we think? Or are we going to go and proclaim and declare that Jesus Christ is Lord of all? Not just in the building. Not just in the four walls. But the word as we have read and heard today says to all nations. To all nations. To let them know that they can lay their idols down. Because they can do nothing for them. They can't be redeemed through their idols. They can't be set free through their idols. Nothing can happen for them. The power of Christ sets people free. Not my title. Because if somebody is in need of Jesus, me saying Pastor Denise Walker don't mean nothing to them. Tell me about Jesus. Tell me about why I need to put my trust in him. That's what this is really about. We have to change our way of thinking, lay aside every weight, any pride, any arrogance, anything, any fears, anything that keeps us from going and declaring that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. We must go forth we must teach, preach, minister, prophesy. Whatever power, whatever authority he's placed in us, we must go forth without fear. And I'm speaking to myself when I keep saying fear because he has called us to do what he said and he gives us the power to do it. That's what this is really about. The soul of man that does not know Jesus. Jesus Christ. The soul of the man or woman or child that doesn't know Jesus. That's what it's about. Thank you all for listening. Let us pray out. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you, oh, hallelujah, God. Power rest in you, God. Help us to know and understand your truth that 
It is not about us. We pray for you to destroy every ounce of pride, every ounce of fear, every ounce of intimidation, everything that's not like you so that we can go and declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. Father, help those that are listening to receive, remove the stony places of each and every one of our hearts. And we may forgive, we may release, we may be delivered and set free by only you. Because that's the only power there is. Thank you for who you are. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing and what you shall do and what you've yet to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all for listening to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast. It is aired every Thursday morning at 6.30, but you can always go back and listen to the recording um, and as many times as you would like. Also, tune in to um, Building Literacy and True Identity, which is every other Saturday morning at 10 a.m., um, is where I teach um, different strategies of building your literacy, your biblical literacy, so that you can walk in your true identity in Christ. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media. Um, we can be found on Facebook. You can join the Hope in Christ Book Club um, on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And also, um, you can follow me as author Denise on those channels as well. Also, please, please, please um, visit or um, share a copy if you haven't already purchased or share or purchase for a youth representing God, taking a healthy look at the Holy One of Israel. It is our first youth journal for Hope in Christ Ministries to help youth to understand using biblical literacy, um, using skills to help um, with comprehension so that they would come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ through his word, through scripture um, for themselves so that they would know that they are made healthy and whole in him. Also, you can um, find our my latest book, The Script, which is the manual for um, aspiring Christian authors that um, helps you to just get started, get going with the vision that God has given you. So I thank you again. Um, those Both of those can be found on Amazon. Thank you for your support. Thank you for following and listening. And I say be blessed and continue to put your hope in the only hope, which is Christ Jesus. Walk in your true identity in him. Amen.